The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Trust the process. Do you respect the process? Welcome back to another episode of Processing the Process. I am Brian Finch, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Ryan Holt-Bailey. Ryan, how are you? Great. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. That's twice. That's, that's how great I am. That's, that's good, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we are back for another rundown through two teams in the off-season breakdown series. Today we have the New England Patriots and the Arizona Cardinals. So obviously the most surprising team um, to not make the playoffs is the Patriots. And it's because they weren't very good in a lot of spots last year. The most opt-outs, right? They had the most opt-outs out of any. Ton. Mm-hmm. Tons and tons. And they just didn't have a quarterback. And then they said, you know what? He proved so little. Let's just bring him back. Sign him to a one-year deal, which I did last last night. And yep. uh, it will let Cam Newton prove us wrong. You know, he's going to come I back. I believe it was for like, it's like $5 million, but there's like $8 million in incentives that if this was the same contract as last year, he wouldn't have got those incentives. Right. Very baseline incentives, I'm imagining. They're paying him to mentor Mac Jones, essentially. Sure. Oh. Too soon. <laughs> so let's start like we have with the rest of the teams. We'll go through the cap situation. The cap situation for the Patriots oh. is, yeah. Can I just say real quick, mm-hmm. while Cam Newton's getting paid, uh, the GOAT Tom Brady is just restructuring his contract to take less money to make the team better. Yeah. Did you see that today? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, he signed a one year extension that included a restructure. So Brady continues to do Brady things, which is help the team. Right? Yeah. That's what he does, man. So let's see here. The biggest cap hits are as follows Stefan Gilmer, fifteen, Deontay Hightower, twelve, Devin McCordy, eleven, Marcus Cannon, nine. Shaq Mason, nine. Jonathan Jones, seven. And the soon-to-be-cut Julian Edelman at six. Think that's a good call, cutting Julian Edelman? Uh, Yeah, I kind of think he will. Yeah. It saves them roughly $4 million. Give or take. But they don't, they don't right. save James, is, is James White a free agent? He's a free agent, correct? He is. Yep. Maybe that's why Brady restructured because they're going to bring in James White and uh, Julian Edelman. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So all all in told, the Patriots are well under the cap. They're like forty million dollars under the cap, and they got yeah, they can do anything they want. 
Pretty much. Yeah, they just got uh, Trent Brown back for pennies. They just flip picks, I believe, right? Yeah, like a seven. And it's not even the first round. It's the seventh round. Yep. It's silly. Yeah. So. Um, Joe Tooney's probably going to be gone, though. It's hard to predict anybody leaving with that much Isn't money. He a free agent? Well, he is. I do remember us going through him on previous episodes. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, that kind of leads us to their roster breakdown, which is much more important than the cap. And the reason it's much more important is there is a lot of talent not on this team as opposed to other years. Big holes at wide receiver, big holes at tight end, big holes at pass rusher, big holes at defensive tackle. There's plenty of issues with the New England Patriots, much more than just who lines up at quarterback, which obviously they're well aware of. So, Ryan, here's where uh, you get to have a little fun. You already teased the name for the draft for them by saying Mac Jones. Besides Mac Jones, is there another position and or player that you think is a clear they have to do this kind of move? I mean, I think the big one right now has got to be Kyle Pitts, no? I mean, I've been seeing him get mocked there. I don't know if he's going to make it there now after all this hype he's getting. Um, but the, the same question is, is who's going to give him the ball? I mean, Cam Newton was struggling with throws all over the field last year. So I just don't see them passing up on a quarterback or making sure they get a quarterback and then, you know, taking Kyle Pitts instead. I just can't see that happening. But that's also a guy at the same time and the same, same breath is going to be like a top two pass catcher in the draft so right he's a once in a lifetime once in a generation kind of player at his position and it's hard to imagine passing him up for a player like mac jones we love mac daddy jones you know we didn't give him that nickname for nothing but in if, the second if, round. if kyle pitts <laughs> falls yeah if kyle pitts somehow lands here at pick 15 of the patriots i don't see them i don't see them passing i don't see them yeah. passing so um that's a good option. There are no good options in free agency. That's hence why they signed Cam Newton back for quarterback. Uh, there's also no good options at tight end. But for wide receiver, um, they have a chance of, of luring some guys away. Now, I, I highly doubt that uh, Allen Robinson would get would come back, right? Or not come back, but sign with them. They said they're going to franchise tag him, right? Didn't he get franchise tagged? Did he officially get franchise tag, or is that just kind I, of a? I, I I believe so. He did. Yes. That's not going to end well. Let me double check. Yeah, Chris Godwin, I know, got the franchise tag, um, and he's probably okay with that for now, till they can figure out a long term deal. Yeah, Bears place franchise tag on wide receiver Allen Robinson. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So unfortunately, he's stuck as a bear. Well. Actually, he's not. Until he signs it, he's not stuck anywhere. He just can't. He can't sign with another team. He would have right. to. He'd just have to sit out. Which, in all honesty, Allen Robinson. Did. Which he might. If that's the case, do it. <laughs> if it's between the Bears or nobody, they, pick nobody. Now, the next best receiver would be available in Kenny G. Yes, Kenny Galladay is probably going to go for payday more than anything. 
You know what I mean? This is his first big contract. Right. So good call, Ryan. Yeah. I, a good fit, right? I think that's a good fit. Minus, you know, you uh, know. I think Kenny G would fit anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just because He's not that big. <laughs> he he uh you know he he can play as the true X outside. They don't have anyone in New England that's even close to a true X. And yeah, nope. it, and they got lots of money to throw at them. So I could totally see that happening. And at the same time, I think that's good for a guy like Jacoby Myers, who should not be catapulted into a wide receiver one position like he was last year because we know that's just not going to work. Right. Whereas he would work out better as a wide receiver two, three. We don't hate Jacoby Myers. He's just not a wide receiver one. Yeah. got Know your role, as they say. Know your role. So. Yeah. But so Nikhil Harry, do you think he gets traded? I guess they're I guess they're fielding calls. They are fielding calls, but I don't even know what what do you think they're they they use a second round pick on him, right? He was a second round pick? Or was he a first? No, they use he was like pick 30, 30 or thirty one or something okay. like that. No. Okay. I, I I couldn't remember if it was one of those classic Patriots trade out of the first round and load up on draft pick scenarios, but you're probably no, right. I do believe right. he was like the thirtieth or something like that. Yeah. Pick. I, I would what, what, not what would be trading for him. I would not be. What would you What would you accept for him? Anything? Uh, like a fourth. The, the starting The starting number is like a fourth round pick. I would think. Got to be right. He's got absolutely no production. He's already dealt with some injuries. He had injuries coming out of college. So yeah. In his career, eighty-one catches, four hundred yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, like it's nothing. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd rather have Jake Kumaro. What? Whoa. <laughs> Touchdown, Jesus. Well, uh, I think that they'll take a big swing at a player like Kenny Galladay. And then outside of them, yeah. him, um, I don't see them being interested in a Will Fuller or a John Ross. I don't see that. I know those outlier guys. Maybe. I, he, he teased. New England, didn't he? In a, a radio interview he just did for Sirius, I think he even said something about he liked New England as a fit. Really? Okay. So. Huh. The last I heard about John Brown was the um, Colts and Pittsburgh were the, were the two teams he, he was interested in. So Was it the Steelers? Maybe it was the Steelers. And I'm, think, yeah. I'm thinking Patriots. So we talked Kyle Pitts. What do you think about like a Hunter Henry or a Johnu Smith coming here? I think John New Smith would be perfect for the New England system. I get I guess what I'm asking is would you rather spend your fifteenth overall pick on the best tight end in forty five million years or John New Smith or Hunter Henry? I mean they could do both, right? They could do both. I mean, yeah, they can totally do both. Yeah. They could do both. That way Cam doesn't have to that wouldn't be too bad, but they're not, they're not going to do both. Um, yeah, um, I guess I would just. Re- uh-huh. Don't you don't you think of the two, Johnu Smith fits the mold better for New England? Yeah, better athletic Big upside for catch guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that way, you know, Hunter Henry is more of a down the middle field stretcher kind of big body guy, whereas Johnny Smith can hit those slants and take off for seventy yards. We've, we've seen before, so. Mm-hmm. Definitely better, easier target for Cam Newton, I would say. Yeah. Uh, why don't you try and um, 
pitch some defensive players here for the draft. So defensive players. Plenty of options. Yeah. I mean, I I think, see, they're in like the perfect spot in the first round for defensive guys. You know what I mean? Because we've done a few mocks, obviously. um, And the top 10, there's maybe like, maybe one or two, maybe three defensive guys going in the top 10. This is just a super offensive centric. Is that the right word? Offensive centric top half of the draft. So like 15 is like an absolutely perfect spot for them where, you know, you're looking at guys like uh, um, Micah Parsons, Gregory Rousseau might even be there. Um, Guys like Quiddy Pay, JC Horn. So definitely a few different options that, a few different uh, key positions for the Patriots that could work out for them really in the long run. Yeah. Uh, I started a mock um, right before we kicked out this episode, just so I could cue it up to the Patriots spot. And for reference, Micah Parsons is available. Uh, Jeremiah Usu Koromora is available. Um, all the a lot of the offensive tackles are available, but and then um, Christian Barrymore, you know, defensive tackle from Alabama. So you guys are thinking defense yeah. for Pats? Yep. Interesting. Do, does the fact that they have like a bunch of opt outs like affect your your thought at all? Uh, when it, when it comes to this, like those opt outs will be coming back, so maybe they should try and work on offense. We yeah, that's when we started it off talking about them. That that's Matt Johnson, everybody. Oh hi, I was gonna say who is that voice? Oh, sorry, my fault. <laughs> yeah, I was fixing a clog in the sink. <laughs> Here I am. Um, <laughs> that is not a euphemism, or is it? Um, could be. <laughs> we'll never, you'll never know. Yeah. So <laughs> when we started off talking about New England, uh, we did acknowledge right away, obviously, like that they had ten opt outs. That's a lot to deal with, and all, all on the defensive side of the ball, or majority on the defensive side of the ball. And it's more than anything, man. I think it's just you know, New New England tries to get by with like bare minimum a lot of times and stuff. But there's certain positions that they really covet. So, like, cornerback, they have a cover for now. Safety, they have a cover for now. But the defensive line all of a sudden got real weak. The edge rushers got real weak. So, like, when Ryan said Rousseau, makes a lot of sense. If Quiddy Pay somehow slips, you know. Right. Yeah, they they need to keep pushing to the, the edges because I they they don't have anyone that scares me on that whole, you know, defensive unit for pass rushing. That's fair. That's what about fair. your boy uh, Chase Winovich? He's he hasn't done anything, man. Nothing, nothing to warrant <laughs> being scared of him. That's for sure. I mean, they even took my boy last uh, year. Yeah, Uche didn't didn't do anything either. So yeah, true that. Yeah, New England's weird. Um, like it's it's the first off season in who uh, twenty years. Where we're talking about them coming off of not being in the playoffs. It's kind of refreshing. I mean, obviously a little bit. You know, you know, having that, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess every team kind of has to go through that. I think the Patriots are going to be okay long, long run, but um, it is definitely weird. It is is definitely weird. I mean, we're at a point right now where freed and don't even want to go there, right? Which I think is uh, huge. You know, ten, five, ten years ago, people would have killed to be on a Patriots. You're almost guaranteed a Super Bowl appearance. You're going to the playoffs. Might win a ring. Yeah, we teased Kenny Galladay going there because. The, the other two wide receivers, Allen Robinson and Chris Godwin, got the franchise take. 
So he's the real only top tier free agent wide receiver. And I think he wants to get paid. Right. And they got money. They got yeah. like $40 million to throw around. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. I mean, you just paid Cam Newton today, what? Uh, the, the, I think the max value on the contract is what, like 14 mil or something like that? Yeah, Ryan with incentives. Yep, 14. Yeah, a lot of, with a lot of incentives. You might as well just help the kid out, right? I mean, I, I know we talked about Cam Newton this past week on, on two point, uh, you know, about some of his limitations and stuff. But uh, Colin Cowherd kind of brought up a great point. I was listening to him today. What they, what, I don't believe it. Uh, <laughs> it's weird. Trust me. I, I've, I've staved away from a lot of Colin Cowherd opinions, but. Um, Cam kind of gave you what you paid him to give, which is weird to say. What do you have, like 11, 12 rushing touchdowns? A lot of that. Yep. A lot of that. Let's help him in the weapons department, you know? Um, yeah, I think they should spend a lot I mean, of... Your, your best weapon was a fifth-round pick or something like that. Right? Kobe Myers. Oh, Kobe Myers. I know in, in Keel yeah. here, he's getting a couple trade offers. I don't know if you guys mentioned that at all, but... Yep. Um, yeah, I would go crazy with the free agency uh, with with offense for the Pats and then defense. I would just build up young because they have a lot of older, you know, older talent on the defensive side. That's been a big issue. Yeah, McCordy. Uh, Even I mean, I, I don't know how Gilmore is off the top of my head. He's been around for a little while, though. Oh, he's still a little on the young side. OK, I don't know how long he's been. So Gilmore is 30. No way. Is he really? See, I thought he was young when he came out. Mm-hmm. I was banking on being 22. How's that beard? It's good. Yeah, I like, like it. Seems like it's going down quick. Yeah, I dig it. <laughs> Sloop jam. Sloop jam, yeah. Uh, the New England Patriots, I think we covered everything, right? I don't I don't have anything else to add. They are, as Ryan already said, they're in, they're in a position where they can take best available and it won't matter, you know, depending on what they let go of free agency. You know, if they let Shaq Mason go, maybe they go with interior or something like that. So let's move over. Definitely is the most, probably the most, one of the most important off seasons of Bill Belichick's tenure as a head coach there. Oh yeah. Definitely is. He came into a lot of talent. Now this is like the most depleted roster he's ever had to deal with. So should be fun. Yep. Uh, Now it's the Arizona Cardinals and they are kind of boring (laughs) because we know that one, they're set at quarterback two, they're set at wide receiver three. They're set at a lot of the skill positions on the defensive side of the ball. So minus Patrick Peterson leaving, but like safeties are good. They got good edge rushers. You know, they just got JJ Watt and they've got, um, I don't, I won't do it. <laughs> you knew it. I, I just like had like a stroked out face and you knew exactly what I was going to ask. <laughs> and uh, who's opposite? Wait, I miss. Oh, oh, the they did what? Do the roar. I tried it. That was a good one. I like that. Uh, yeah, but uh, Chandler Jones on the other side. So yeah, they are. They've got plenty of plenty of talent there. So the number one needs based off of Draft Network are. Cornerback, running back. They list edge. I don't think it's dire. Um, they could use a, a nice athletic tight end. You know, it's a team that I would love to see get Kyle Pitts because I just think that would be like a, it's a track meet now. What number are they drafting at? They're a 16. 16. 16. Okay. Do you want me to fix them real quick? Do it. 
um, JC Horn and the pod. Thank you. All right. Well, this was processing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Pitts falls at law, I think that'd be a good destination. They've had it historically oh, like yeah. bad tight ends. Arizona has, you know, you're desperate for a tight end in fantasy and you look and there's always somebody from Arizona, always somebody from Arizona just kind of sitting there waiting for you. I like remember the Ricky seals Jones hype for a little bit. Oh man. Good yeah. times. Yeah. Max Williams with two X's. <laughs> Max Williams from Minnesota. What? what? Yeah, Dan Arnold, the postman. I like Dan Arnold, but he's not a one. He's a nice complimentary two for t- <laughs> at tight end. But Dan Arnold has sneaky upside as an athlete. Charles Clay. Stop me. Stop me whenever. Okay. I'm impressed. I knew it four. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good, actually. Um, let's go over to our good friends at Spot Rack and see what they are dealing with cap. So they obviously let Patrick Peterson go, and they signed J.J. Watt. So it's kind of a swapping contract there. So let's see what they have going on now. And spot rack is loading. And give me two seconds. Here we go. The The biggest (laughs) cap hit. As expected, is Chandler Jones twenty million dollars, a little under twenty one actually. Uh, then DJ Humphreys uh, coming in at nineteen, DeAndre Hopkins coming in at twelve. He is highly underpaid. Jordan Phillips, uh, who with a huge contract at twelve twelve million dollars for Jordan Phillips. Yeah, Buffalo got that one right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you think? Uh, Justin Pugh. Uh, guard uh, getting eleven million dollars, and then Kyler Murray uh, at just under ten. So those are the biggest hits. Now let's go to overall cap situation. They have give or take fifteen million dollars to play with. Now I don't see JJ Watt on spot rack here, so I don't think they've had a chance to update. They're usually oh, pretty there quick is. about it. Yeah, yeah I just okay. say you should be there. Wow. Okay. Forty nine. Uh, Four point nine million dollars on the air and that's right on top of his what 23 guaranteed i think he is coming to him yeah um what is his signing bonus his signing it was like bonus, 22 or 23 guaranteed it was 20 year, something yeah his signing bonus this year was 2.4 million dollars signing bonus signing bonus oh okay how do they distribute the guaranteed is it over time or uh well i think it is over time it is over time so like for example like in a dad cap situation if you were to get cut you say dad cap dad cap what's a dad what, what's a dad cap right <laughs> when i take a glance up and i notice that matt has a little bit of a, a spillage situation going on and he, <laughs> he makes me lose focus Oh, so it was like uh, dad cap. Yeah, I it was half laugh, half laugh. Uh, that's why he put the tablecloths on, Matt. Yeah. See, you're a genius. Matt comes <laughs> on processing for five minutes and spills beer all over all over his own equipment. That's what we do. That we're we're bad influence here at processing. You, usually, it's crafting and drafting that's a bad influence. At least I'm on this side of the room, though, of the pod cave. If I was over there, that'd be really bad. I'm not used to being over here. Yeah, so guaranteed, you wouldn't have done it over here. No. Yeah, you're like 15 feet away right now. <laughs> it's weird. It's very weird. Uh, yeah. So you know the the they hand out the signing bonuses 
where every year at a certain date you get a cash, X amount. Uh, yeah, a, right. lump, a lump sum. Of okay. So, like, I know on the 21st, everyone get ready to drink. That's normally a two-point thing, but everyone get ready to drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Bills have um, the edge, Mario Addison. He is going to get paid on the 21st, like, two, $2.4 million. Jesus. Besides what he's actually. Could you imagine? Yeah. Just and just like yeah, staring at you the imagine <laughs> sitting there just wait watching the mail, your bank account. Wait just... for the mailman <laughs> to bring your check. Hey, I just want to cash this this little this light two point one two point two million dollar paycheck real quick. Yeah, the wife's like oh, over here waiting I want for to go a fourteen hundred dollar stimmy. Wait, wait, <laughs> ten days, babe, and we're going on such a massive vacation. <laughs> yeah, we'll book it real quick. Got this a, a Here I, Drake. I, I got a <laughs> private jet. We're good. I wait for six hundred dollar paychecks every week, and these guys are like, "Man, am I two point two million come in yet?" <laughs> Bro, I've been refreshing my bank account for the past every five minutes for the past six hours, waiting for this fourteen hundred. And this dude's getting two two mil in, in a few days. Must come on, nice. come on! I gotta buy a yacht real quick. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. All, we're all keeping up on C-SPAN and CNN so that we know when our stimulus is coming. <laughs> I, I have I have my, my my Honda Civic payment and Mario Addison has his yacht payment coming up. <laughs> do you think they get? Do you think they get the stimulus? Let me just put this fourteen hundred dollars with the rest of the twenty two or the two the two point two no, million. No, because <laughs> don't you? Wasn't it like if you made over like seventy five? Yeah, million, I think you're right. Like I think you didn't right. get one. I think I think they pass it. I think you're I, right. I think, I think they passed that threshold. <laughs> Nate uh, Peterman definitely might get a stimulus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nate Peterman is the first player in NFL history to ever get a stimulus check. God, I hope so. I, I didn't know. So. I didn't know interceptions were so costly. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Everyone turns to Nate. Lucky. <laughs> 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 so okay that's enough nate peterman slander for the day with, with jj watt they they are sitting at 167 million dollars in change so they got roughly 15 mil to spend minus what you have to save for signing your rookies speaking of rookies ryan Besides JC, okay. Besides JC Horn, <laughs> that that is going to turn into its own drinking segment. Every time Ryan says JC Horn, you have to drink. You have to shotgun your beer. <laughs> yeah, your I do have beer. a, I do have an inappropriate love for JC Horn. He's just uh, my favorite player of all time. Um, can I interest you in some Najee Harris with Kenyon Drake potentially leaving the Cardinals? Now you say that, but I thought we've talked for such a long time that Travis Etienne's the better scheme fit. But can I interest you in Najee Harris? Najee Harris Wait, is, is my official. This mock? He's my official number one. Najee Harris should be your number one. Yes. Yes. Um, either or, man. I guess I, I don't know. Yeah, Travis Etienne might fit better, but Najee Harris is just Najee Harris. Like I think he can fit anywhere. <laughs> the future and recurring guest Bruce Nolan has Javante Williams as his running back one. What? What? Javante Williams is very Kamara esque, and I would I'm I'm fine with any of those three. 
being yep. your RB one. They are definitely the Cardinals are definitely the first destination on my board for drafting a running back in the first round. They have to do it. It seems or it could be you know a, a Gregory Russo, Quiddy Pay destination to Jalen Phillips. Actually, yep. no, maybe not. Well, I, I guess it, it it depends on Chandler Jones. I mean, I think Chandler Jones is going to be there, but for how much longer? So, right, right. You can never have too many uh, dynamic pass rushers. <clears throat> what about this? What about taking like in mean, this example, like um, Devontae Smith fell in this this mock I have going. What if Devontae Smith is there? I mean, I just think you have more needs on the defensive side of the ball to take Devonta Smith. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, Quiddy Pay really is do. available in this mock. Um, once again, Christian Barrymore, number one defensive tackle. Gregory Rousseau, a very, you know, toolsy in a way kind of guy. But, you know, it, as in the This could be an Elijah Vera Tucker spot, too. Sneaky Elijah Vera Tucker spot. Yeah, take that, yeah. Bears. You're not getting him this time. Yeah, how, yeah. How do you like me now, <laughs> Chicago? Right. Have, have fun with uh, Mitch Trubisky throwing to Allen Robinson. Kid, <laughs> the kid's gonna throw a freaking temper tantrum. Can you blame him? <laughs> uh, Ryan, do you like Greg Newsom? Greg Newsom's been getting a lot of love lately. At 16, no. Okay. At like pick, I don't know, maybe like 30. Yeah. Okay. Could they trade back and go for some Greg Newsome? Yeah, sure. He had a pretty good combine. Yeah. They could use an athletic linebacker, too, in my opinion. Jeremiah Wusukoromoa, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and... and um, Micah Parsons could still be in play there, too. Mm-hmm. Zavin Collins is is rising up my board, and it's, it's just a guy that hasn't done it on a... Uh, elite level yet you know what i mean he's reoccurring guest uh chris trapasso has him going 10 overall in his mock to the cowboys i was gonna say 10 sounds like the cowboys 10th overall to the cowboys david collins yep well you know you've heard me trash them before i i trash our linebackers all the time so talk about that linebacking core when they're on the field yes Yes. When uh, neck roll, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? Leighton Van Der Esch with the yeah. neck roll is uh, on the field healthy. Yeah, <laughs> Matt, that's a common theme here in processing of us knowing exactly. Well, that and we like we know exactly who we want to say, but our brain just says no, nah, it's not there. <laughs> no, don't even try. That's fair. That's fair. I respect it. Uh, kind of like when um, Brian asked me where who was, uh, oh, where Ed Reed went to college, and I had to think about it for 30 seconds. I was like, Where did Ed Reed go to college? I tee you up for your, for your, your beloved Hurricanes, you're one of your best players of all time, and you go, <gasps> and and I really had to think about it, and then you had to throw up the U, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm the like, I might have to log out of this Skype. Right <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I'm still mad at myself for that. That's okay. Um, <sighs> tell me about it. Okay. Yeah, right. In all honesty, they may be sitting in a spot where they are holding the key 
to the fourth corner quarterback if the Patriots pass for some reason. And then like just field all the call. I don't think they're gonna, I don't think no, dude. Because because you have I Washington think fifth at best. You have Washington and you have Chicago behind them. You have the Colts. You have my opinion the Titans should be asking. Uh you have the Steelers. They won't. Um you know they're just taking a quarterback. I'm I'm just saying if if they're yeah, Carson Wentz for free. Isn't Philly still paying Carson Wentz salary? How does that work? What do you I'm mean? I'm pretty sure Philly's paying him like $34 million a year right now. Yeah, they take they have the brunt of his uh his salary cap really? for the year. Chris Ballard yeah. no so, Chris Ballard knows better than to pay that man's salary. So how much do the Colts have to pay? That's what I don't I think it's only twenty one mil this year. They have to feed him lunch every day. <laughs> yeah, I think it's only twenty one mil because everyone's like, Oh, look at it's less than Philip Rivers made last year. So I think it's like twenty one or twenty two mil. It should be less than enough. And with that twenty two mil, you also get twenty two interceptions a year. <laughs> oh my god. Shut up. <laughs> 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 All right, Matt. Well, thanks for popping. Yeah, on. thanks for having me on. I gotta go fix the clock. <laughs> Cold's forged, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you know. Cornerback, running back, and edge are all easily covered in their um, draft. So let's think about free agency. I don't see them going after. Obviously, they let Patrick Peterson go. So he's the biggest free agent cornerback. I do not see them bringing in Richard Sherman. That would not make any sense. What about Malcolm Butler? Maybe. That's that's kind of where uh, I was Is to. Malcolm Butler, like, would you – I don't know. I feel like Malcolm Butler. I want to know. To me, is like Odell Beckham Jr., where he's rode the success off of like one cool play. I was just gonna say, where's Malcolm Butler today if he does not make that game, that Super Bowl history-changing interception? Right, right. And didn't the, the where, Patriots where like he? get rid of him like a year or two later? Yeah, they did. You know what I mean? It was one play, and he's he's earned a lot of money off of it. it to me, it's the same thing as Odell Beckham. You know, living off of that one-handed catch he made like seven years ago. Yeah, at least Odell sprinkles in a couple one-handed catches a year. Malcolm Butler hasn't really done much. Right, he's just a name at this point. He's he's. Yeah. I don't think the consistency isn't there. So, I mean, he's a depth. He's a depth corner. That's what he is. Yeah, CB two, at, at at max. Right. You know, I mean, Tennessee brought him in. They thought they were getting something good, but it's like you know, Tennessee secondary was not good. No. Not in the slightest. No. So. Okay. Um, how about any of the? Could you see them being in the Aaron Jones mix? That's what I was gonna tee you up for. Look at that. <laughs> I can't. I, there's no way that Green Bay is really letting him walk. Is there? We talked about that. He, he is. Yeah. There's no is way. There... Well, no, they didn't franchise tag him. They still, they still work out a contract, I think. They got a short window, but there's no way I think that Miami's going to back up the Brinks truck for Aaron Jones. As a Bills fan, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> what about as a non-Bills fan? <laughs> no, honestly, I love Aaron Jones, but I mean, if he's going to be the highest paid free agent running back, any team that's doing it he is, is going to be overpaid. What the, it is. No, there's no doubt about it. I think I like. I think a, a nice sneaky running back name I like for them is Marlon Mack. Ooh, okay. very sneaky. 
They like those. Yeah, they 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 do like those. I'm not gonna say a project, but those you know those guys kind of who, similar to Kenyon Drake in a way. Yes. Yeah. We're you know Kenyon Drake kind of he really like te- like teetered out like fell off a cliff in Miami and um they're like oh we're gonna give you a little bit of redemption and and try I think Mac is gonna be. I, I hope for his sake that he finds a good spot. And I think Arizona is one of those places it's, it's going to uh, overpay if need be. <laughs> I, think I, like, I feel like they would. That's a good spot too for him because he can't be the focal point of an offense. And in that offense, he wouldn't be the focal point. He would just be a really nice piece. Right. Nice complimentary back. Not a, not an every down back type person, but just him that. and him and uh, Chase Edmonds in the backfield. I like that. Yeah. In my Bills uh, season, I have Chase Edmonds and Leonard Fournette on my team. So. That's pretty cool. <laughs> what Bills season? Madden? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I I had to let our running backs go. I don't like them. No, they're not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not in Madden, at least. I don't know about real life either. <laughs> Tight end is interesting. We already talked about them. Uh, for the Patriots, but once again, Hunter Henry and Janu Smith. Mm. Once again, I think Janu Smith has the edge in this, especially with that off. They both have had their injury issues. Um, but Janu, I've seen more out of Janu Smith than I think I've seen out of Hunter Henry over the last, you know, several years. Yeah. I like Janu Smith in Arizona. Oh, me too. It's like Kyler Murray needs those alternate weapons. Yeah, seriously. Like I'm hoping the the son of a bitch, uh, the Colts land him. That would be a nice fit. It would be. Or is that? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't want this to become Philadelphia West. Um, In a way, I do. Yeah. Um, So, I I think you'd be. yeah, like I said, Murray. We all know that what Murray has at wide receiver, he's pretty solid. If you get those, that like it's a strong tight end. We all know that the better your tight end, the better you use it, the the more efficient. You know, I think your offense is going to run. There's there's still like archaic offenses. Like I think Green Bay, if you're a tight end and you get signed there, just just get ready to block. Right, and 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 when they get yeah. red zone time, you know, get get open. Right. Th- then they'll find you. You know, I thought my, like Martellus Bennett was going to be great in Green Bay a couple years ago, and he wasn't. Jimmy Graham, no. Um, I think, you know, Cliff Kingsbury is a very forward-thinking, uh, minded, in, you know, individual or uh, as far as coaching. And I think he's kind of I, – I like to think he's with this this new-age logic where, hey, let's use a tight end as, as much as we possibly can. Their issue is just that, that they haven't had one yet. That's worth their time. So, right. I agree. I agree. And – I think that's about it. I don't have anyone else that I desperately want to link to them. You know, we're getting to the. Bad yeah, I don't think I do either. We're we're away from the the outright bad teams. We're going to start getting into the fringe playoff teams, and then you know, in two weeks, we're into the actual playoff teams. That they weren't good, but I mean, you know, in two weeks, we'll be talking about Washington, and we'll talk be talking about the Bears, and. We'll have to map those Colts. Talk about them Colts. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to, I, I would very much like that if, uh, if I'm available. We'll, right. we'll, we'll, we'll talk to our people and we'll talk to your people and we'll see what we can do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so next week's episode, we do have a drop day and I'm going to run this past Matt right now. 
We are recording Wednesday next week at four o'clock with our great friend from the beloved Draft Network, Ooh. Joe Marino. And I think Friday will be a good drop day for them. Sure. So keep it tuned here. So because you're going to be getting this on a Saturday, we think that. Yeah. Okay. We could do that. So happy Saturday. And then to, uh, you know, look for us back here on next week, Friday for the uh, interview with Joe Marino. Um, we're going to make him run through some of this nonsense that we've been doing the off season breakdown and have to, you know, see what he has to say about all this, get a real, you know, hands-on kind of guy evaluating rosters. So Ryan pertinent information coming from you is subscribe to the pod rate review leave us a review dude like tell us how bad we are how great we are we don't care just leave us something um you heard matt go listen to his plethora of podcasts eat sleep bliss i never said that come check (laughs) come check us out on two point um but yeah guys just share rate tell a friend check out all the other uh pods on the BICB, BICBP radio network. That is such a mouthful for me every single time. Do you know the backstory like, behind it? Why it is that way? No. The no. Fir- well, tell me about it. The first podcast on our network was called the, um, follow me here, Back Issues Comic Book Podcast, BICBP. So that was a, uh, that, that's how our network started. So that's why they call it that. But we just call it the network now. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I, I feel like I just say just if you say B I, you could just say any type of letters after that and you're good to go. Just I, the B I to QPL. <laughs> when when I'm ready to say it, when I'm when I'm ready to to spot out the the you know the uh website link, I always just listen to the Chris's voice, you know what I mean? B I C B P dash radio dot com. Oh yeah, it's catchy as heck. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He's got, he's got a nice flow to it. He's got a nice flow to it. I'm jealous of his voice. Is it, he does have a nice voice for radio. No. I'm jealous of your voice. Huh? I'm jealous of your voice, too. Are you? Yeah. A lot of practice adjusting this thing. Yeah. Fine-tuning this it. This thing. This thing. I, I, I'm going to listen back to this episode compared to uh, the previous episodes because that would have been at the home studio, and this time in the, I'm in the precinct. And just listen to the like the treble twitches and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because I put a. Luckily for me, I sound like shit everywhere. So. (laughs) At least you're consistent. I'm not lucky. (laughs) I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. (laughs) Yeah. And we're lucky and blessed for you guys tuning in, week in, week out. We are getting into the real long stretch here. You know, it's draft time. Full on. So keep coming back. We will be here every week, no matter what. Even if Ryan goes on another vacation, even we'll if there's a fire. <laughs> no, okay, okay. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm like, I'm stuck in this. Like, I'm in the precinct right now with all these very flammable objects around me. I'm like, not now. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll be back. So come back and uh, keep on processing that process go bills and colts do you trust the process do you respect the process
right, guys. We've been in this haunted house for like 15 hours. And if we want to get home to our favorite food and pornography, we're going to have to come up with a plan. Hey, why don't we try leaving through one of those spooky looking doors? Wait, whoa, whoa. Doors? Like an exit door? Yeah, maybe we should get on that. Hold on a second. These doors are labeled. This one says Dracula on it. And this one says Beware Zombies. That's probably the exit. And the last one just says Nekagrima. Mm, tough call. Mm. I got an idea. On three, we're going to open them all at once. All right, let's do it. Ready? One, one two, three. <laughs> oh, hello there. Damn, that's, that's scary. scary. Damn, that's scary is our new favorite podcast where we talk about all things horror. Tune in to get the latest horror news, long form movie reviews, and all kinds of other scary shit. Mummies, wolfmen, vampires, chupacabras, lizard people, impolite Canadians, we do it all. So if you like horror podcasts, and we know you do, check out Damn That Scary, new episodes every week. And remember, keep it spooky.